Spielman and Hooley We Tackle Life podcast. Did you ever not shower after a football game? Wouldn't you be more like you're around yes. players? Wouldn't you be covered you with more that. germs? Yeah. You would think not you showering? Yeah. No, of course, we're talking about baseball, so I don't know if they sweat. Or yeah, not. but I mean, it's <laughs> <laughs> that was good true. Shot yeah, baseball players. I don't think it's true. I I played baseball. I sweated like crazy. Now I played. How do you sweat? I played uh, fast pitch softball, which is um, a thing where you play like five and six games in a day. Maybe that's why I sweat. Maybe not as much as a football player. But uh, I thought that was a very funny shot. Took me a minute to get it, but uh, I remember asking you one time on a podcast, "Would you do you feel safe enough to go to a Clipper game now?" And you said, "I wouldn't go to Clipper game." <laughs> Because it's baseball. But good news, Mr. Spielman, as we start a Wednesday, May 20th edition of the Spielman and Hooley We Tackle Life podcast. Hi to Facebook. Sorry we took a little while to get going today. My computer rebooted for some reason. Carrie just texted me, said that was a riveting watch. I'm sure it was. (laughs) Thank you. You know, Carrie, it's frustrating because I have (laughs) a new... No, no, no. no, It's not frustrating for that. I had a new tablet today so that we can uh, have better video on the podcast, and I was up early and did nothing but prepare for the podcast for like an hour and so and was all ready to go and had everything done and came down and my laptop rebooted while I was out of the room so it had to re- Usually people check that before their show well, starts. I, somebody That's- arrived five minutes early and so I stood up in my living room like a doofus for five minutes waiting for you to come in from your well, truck. the door's and not open. It was did. open. The door was open. The blinds know, were open. I don't know if you're up. I, don't, I never Do know your anymore. eyes work? Can you look in and see me standing there like waiting for you to come in the I'm house? But you don't need me to At Fox, which is a professionally run organization, they check this stuff <laughs> before you go on air. Yeah, well, I had it all checked too. But anyway. The good news is. Yes, give me the good news. We have football. We're going to play football. because uh, Theoretically. No, we're playing. I mean, Gene Smith's doing a conference call today at 2 o'clock. He wouldn't be doing a conference call today at 2 o'clock. On the same day, the NCAA Council is voting to allow football players back on campus June the 1st. So yeah. he's coming on today at 2 o'clock. To answer all the questions people are going to have about how you're going to keep them safe and la, la, la. And I hope he doesn't have to face a ton of that. It's like, okay, uh, let's just move forward. Congratulations, Gene. Good job. Everybody involved, great job. It's time to get back to it. It's time to, you know, be, you know. Whatever you got to do, but we're coming back. Gordon Gee, former OSU president. He's a doubt in. We're having football if I have to play, which, by the way, no one wants to see, Gordon. At your age, that would be very hazardous to your health, but I like Gordon Gee a lot. And bully for him for saying what nobody else would say. We're having Mm. it. Well, uh, yeah, he wouldn't. Depends on where you are. If you're in West Virginia, you're going to have it. If you're in California... That's still to be up for grabs. Well, they already of, say they're having pro sports a way sooner than they were ready well, to open up. They said that when Governor DeSantis in uh, Florida and Governor Abbott out of Texas and Governor Ducey out of uh, Arizona said, "Yeah, you can play here. Come on down here and play. <laughs> Wait a minute. There goes our money. Wait. Uh, yeah, so, no, maybe we are okay to open up. And uh, interesting, San Jose State was one of those uh, schools that are going to be totally online. They also came out yesterday and said that they will play football even though there will be no students on campus. And I think for Ohio State, one of the um, things that made sense is that for their players, which according to Dave Biddle, and I want to give Dave the proper recognition that he deserves. Buck nuts, Buck nuts 24-7, Dave uh, Biddle. Dave reported um, that the Buckeyes will report June 8th 
for conditioning. Now the gyms are supposed to open up May 26th here in the state of Ohio. So I would, if I were in charge of a football team or a college program, I would feel better if they were under my guidance Mm -hmm. and what I was doing uh, precautionary wise at a controlled environment like the Woody Hayes Athletic Center Mm -hmm. and all the trainers and doctors and people that in the know over there overwatching my team as opposed to them going to Planet Fitness or Lifetime or LA Fitness or whatever gym of your choice, it makes more sense to put them in a controlled environment. So by the gym's opening, it's my opinion that they almost forced Ohio State to have their guys come in. That's a good point. I hadn't considered that. Makes sense. Uh, Questions I'll have uh, questions I'll want to hear answers to today from Gene Smith. So I'm sure my colleagues uh, from many different publications and uh, websites will ask some of these. Are they going to sequester the players, keep them together? Are they going to allow them, like if you've got an off-campus apartment, you're going to allow them to go to their off-campus apartment? I don't understand all the merits of testing them every day. First of all, the biggest, I've talked to doctors about this, the biggest cosmetic thing that people do to make them feel better is take people's temperatures when they come in a building. Uh, Pretty much everybody knows if you have a fever, the way to get rid of it is either Tylenol or (laughs) drink a bottle of water before you go in and get your temperature taken. And an hour before you get your, or half hour before you get your temperature taken. So if I'm a player and I'm fighting for a spot and I think my temperature might be too high for me to go in, and I know you're going to say, well, that would put your teammates in danger. These guys want to play and they don't want to miss practice mm-hmm. and they're going to do whatever they have to do to, take pra- to, to practice. But Gordon Gee, bless his little heart. Uh, I hope I have the quote. Uh, tell people who E. Gordon Gee. E. Gordon Gee, the former two-time former president. Yeah. Like Archie Griffin's a two-time Heisman Trophy winner. Gordon Gee's the two-time former president of Ohio State. Um, when John Cooper was here, and uh, then like Coach Tress? the president when Tress was hired was Karen Holbrook. Right. But then Gordon replaced her, so he was here during Tress. Here's Gordon Gee's quote, and he's so right on this. We need to learn to dance with the pandemic rather than be fearful of it. Thank you. We have wow. moved we have moved from the hammer, which I call when we just locked everything down, to what I call the dance. Yeah. Smart. We locked everything down. Now we got to deal with it. And he also said if we have a guy who tests positive, we can't be shutting the whole thing down no. just because one guy tested positive. So Gordon sounds like leadership. Boom, man. Yes, thank you. Very great. Quote. It's a little different than from other leaders around saying that you know, if you don't wear a mask, you're going to be literally responsible for killing people. Yeah, yourself breathing your own CO two. That sounds like leadership to me, and it does. they're going to have to deal with it. Everybody, this is what you and I talked about from the beginning. That it, it, you know, apparently it's not going anywhere soon. So eventually people have to learn to live and thrive with it and understand that there's risk, just like there's risk in pneumonia, just like there's risk that I could wake up with cancer tomorrow. Knock on wood. I hope Mm -hmm. I don't. There's risk in everything that we do. And it is contagious. We already know that. So you take the necessary precautions, but you don't stop living. And the other thing is you think about this with universities. I've had this conversation with a number of people. How much money would be lost if everybody went to online learning in universities, how many schools would collapse? 
smaller schools will c- completely collapse. Well, a lot because just in the sports realm, I was uh, doing research on these cutbacks so far, which I have frankly been surprised the number of cutbacks, baseball programs, this program, that program, yeah, that have great. happened just because the basketball revenue was cut, not eliminated, but cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, that has wreaked serious financial havoc at these schools. The the information that I've read is D1 schools, specifically Power 5 schools, could survive with reduced football revenues. But they don't think D3 and uh, what used to be 1AA, which is now Football, FC, football Championship Subdivision, yeah. They don't think those schools, a lot of those schools could survive. Now, I'm sure the North Dakota states, which have packed the house for who years, they probably play? could. Yeah, but uh, that's it. I mean, they, well, they're going to play Oregon to start the season. I know that before they play Ohio State. But at any rate, this could be far-reaching. If you go eliminating football at every level below D1 or every level below the Power Five, mm-hmm. I mean, you don't just willy-nilly start a football program again. And the, Yeah, the programs that are going to be cut are obviously going to be um, mainly two-to-one male sports over female sports because of the Title IX obligations where you have to have the equal number of scholarships, which including football and that is ridiculous because of the amount of numbers. But anyway, and and what you then have, uh, in essence, is what you have at Bowling Green where you have 11 female varsity sports compared to six male Mm -hmm. varsity sports. It's just the reality of the situation in Bowling Green cut men's baseball, so... There's no other women's baseball. There's women's softball, but it's sad. It's that's that's the thing. But um, we all have to learn how to to live with this and still be able to function as a society, or we end up not literally, but figuratively cutting our own throats. What are we doing? Why we can't do that? We can't live like that. Yeah, I'm I'm very proud of Dr. Gee. Somebody needed to step out and take a leadership role. I, I'm not the least bit surprised that he's the one to do it. He's never been afraid to speak uh, no. his mind. Sometimes it got him into trouble. Yeah, but he's he's very sincere and he is. It's common sense, and they're not going to panic because there's going to be a case when uh, a player in one of these leagues gets COVID-19. I think we know so much more about yep. it now that everybody's not going to, oh, my gosh, shut everything down. Stop. You know, you deal with it, and you move on. Here's another quote from Dr. Gee on the Paul Feinbaum show. Uh, I think we're learning how to control it, and one thing is that we need to get over the panic. We just need to be calm about this thing. It's here. It's, I'm, it's going to deal with it. If one of our athletes, for example, we're talking about football right now, if one of our athletes gets the coronavirus, we can't just shut the whole thing down. We have to learn to control that part of what we're doing. Mm-hmm. He says somebody's going to come down with the coronavirus. Let's just be clear about it. Good. The question is, how do we handle that? Not good somebody's come down with it. Good yeah. that he recognizes it. Do we have isolation rooms? Do we put them in quarantine? Then the final thing in terms of college football is how do we make sure our own team and the visiting teams both are given all the opportunity to protect themselves from the virus but also be able to play the game in a safe environment? Yeah, common sense. Thank you, Doctor Gee. That's that's great. I mean, I thought we're starting to hear more and more of these stories that instead of hiding from the problem, you have to start addressing the problem and how you're going to learn to live with the problem. You have to. That's just it, it's. You know, I, I hate to take it to the sports world, but you know, you, you have to develop and have a game plan. And the game plan never goes as planned, so you mm. have a game plan within a game plan, right. and what's the adjustments that need to be made on the run? 
Got to call an audible. That's sometimes. just life. That's you right. have to adjust on the run with the information that you have. And so I'm I'm excited. I'm excited that Ohio State players will be there. And and I I think it's safer for Ohio State players to be at the Woody Hayes as opposed to going out on their own and and going to uh, gyms where there's no control of the environment. You have no control over that. At least there's some control within your own building. Another interesting thing I was thinking about, if you don't mind, to keep on on opening and practice, did you see Tom Brady in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers down at Tampa Prep School and Brady's organizing two-hour practices and helmets and shoulder pads? Way to go, Tom. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it, they're in free Florida. So when you live in a yep. free state, you're able to congregate and do those types of things by taking, I'm sure they take necessary measures to protect each other. And what an advantage that is. You know, and there's probably more than 10 guys there. Well, that would be illegal. Not illegal. It would be against the order in Ohio to have more than 10 gather. It would be. So that's what, you know, that's what I was thinking about this on the drive over. The order still stands that you can't have more a group of more than 10. I don't care how big. You ever been to the Woody Hayes Athletic Center weight room? Yes. You can have five groups of 10. Yes, you could. Now, it's not a small facility. No. I mean, it's just a, in the, the size of the place is enormous. The weight room is just enormous. And plus you have the indoor facility connected to that weight room. So I, I just need to understand if I'm Mickey Marotti or Gene Smith, the one thing I would have to ask today is, so does that mean we can't have more than 10? Does that mean only 10 players are allowed in the weight room at one time? What does that mean? Or can I have 10 players on one side of the weight room or 10 players on the other side of the weight room? But after they leave the weight room, they can go to Walmart where there's a 1,000 people in there. So yeah. what, do, what does that mean? You well, maybe love, they can't go to Walmart. Maybe they'll be sequestered. We'll find that out. I, I don't You can't sequester. I, I, uh, I mean, what they won't have at the Woody Hayes Athletic Center are a bunch of Barney Fife's armed with their own cell phones taking videos of them and then reporting them to the Department of Health. That they're you don't unsafe. think there'll be any people private, from... That's sh- a private environment. No, nobody from Channel 6 will be cruising. What would they call the Patio Patrol? Patio Patrol. Patio Patrol. My kids watch Paw Patrol when they were young, but I've never seen Patio Patrol. Patio Patrol. Get patio on Patrol is where people get up and mill around, and then somebody sees it and gets nervous and calls well, the cops, I mean, and they come out and Well, that's it. the thing also, too. In you know restaurants, if you're at a restaurant, don't stand up and take a bite of your sandwich. you yeah. got to be sitting down. So if, you, <laughs> so if, if my family, you and Carrie... And Audrey, who's your only child living at home. Well, I got to uh, go ahead. If we go out to dinner, that's eight of us. We're good. We can go out to dinner. But if my family goes out to dinner. Matt and Maddie show up, my oldest well, daughter. No, no, no. If, if, you and, if you and Audrey and and Carrie go out to dinner and my family goes out to dinner. And we happen to go to the same restaurant, but we go separately. Yeah. Uh, you didn't tell me you're going to the restaurant. Right. I'm, you know, I'm a stalker. I follow you. We show up at the same restaurant, and I see you. I can't go over. And not talk out of to the you. realm of possibility. No, it's not. I could go with you, you and we have a group of eight. A group of eight. We could go. We could show up. We could be fine. But if I recognize you, and we're all creatures of human habit, and hey, look, there's a Spielman family. Yeah. Let's go say hello. No, we can't go say hello because we didn't go together. Really stupid. Is that part of it? No, yeah, you can't get up and go over and talk to anybody. But if you and I went together and we went in a group of eight, we could sit together, be fine, 
Wouldn't have to be six feet apart because we came together and we're less than 10. But if you're a group of three and I'm a group of five and I see you and I know you and you and I do the podcast, I can't come over and talk so, to you. So, and then if... Dumb. What if Maddie and Matt and Noah and Lauren would come over and I we would... Get, say, we get the guy's liquor license pulled. We say hello. Yeah. Stupid. I'm just saying... I'm, look... I went probably over the line the other day on Twitter where I said no. Mike, Mike DeWine's Mike DeWine is, in my opinion, is it is shameful what he is doing to small businesses in the state of Ohio. He's established a parameter for them to open that they cannot possibly comply with, and it is, in my opinion, as ridiculous to hold restaurant owners responsible for what patrons do on the sidewalk outside their restaurant, which they do not own. To hold them responsible for people standing on the sidewalk outside is the same logic as holding me responsible for people speeding down my road. I don't own the road. I don't have control over their behavior, but they're speeding, so you cite me. It's the same thing as citing a restaurant owner for the people standing outside his restaurant on a sidewalk he doesn't own. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Well, we'll figure out. Hopefully, we'll keep making adjustments as we move forward. Yes, so. it will. All right, you have a new yeah, I'm excited. item to announce today. Uh, tell so, us about it. Well, I got to give you. Can I give you a little background? Yes, so, as you a can. player, I used to take uh, Indison. I leave. Leave wasn't around back then, but Advil, Indison. Painkillers. Yeah, anti-inflammatories, painkillers pain because of injuries and soreness and aches and pains, and you got to be able to play. And I hated taking pills. I just hate taking them. I. Uh, up until about six months ago, I used to take pills all the time. It, whatever over-the-counter medication you take to control uh, pain. Then I talked, started talking to some friends and, and uh, ex-players that I know and keep in contact with. Not, not regularly, but every time I run into a guy, the same question, a retired guy like me, the same question is always, how you doing physically? Yeah. And a lot of them were saying they were doing a CBD, which is, comes from the hemp plant which is uh, what you know, marijuana is made from, but this is not marijuana. This does not have THC. THC is the ingredient, ingredient in marijuana yeah. that is the hallucinogen, correct? Co correct. That's from my understanding. So I started uh, using the CBD instead of taking pills over the counter, and it started working for me. I can only speak to this from what works mm -hmm. for me. Correct. And then we have a CBD oil that you take once or twice a day. It actually helped me sleep because I have problems falling asleep at Wonderful. night. That helped me fall asleep. This is like an example. We have lotions. We have sunblock. We have everything. But this is actually a, a roll-on that I just used this morning because my um, right hip was hurting because I went 25 miles on the Peloton yesterday, and my hip and hip flexor was bothering me a little bit. I rolled that on, and I get the, the relief that I would get from taking over-the-counter medication. So uh, I've been searching for a long time mm -hmm. for something natural to take. And uh, I've, I've teamed up with um, CBD. Well, let me get the information. Uh, CBD Health Collections, a guy named Rick Bauer, who did some stuff with Stephanie and I back in the day, and Rick was a very uh, successful executive. We came up with this brand. And um, I'm not going to, you know, I'm just telling, I'm not going to say that it's going to work for you 
or for you. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm just telling you what works for me. And my quest from getting off of Advil or Tylenol or et cetera, and I'm not downplaying those products. They work because I took them. Right. But I've been looking for something more natural. And I found it, and I'm so excited about this. And we launched this brand, and Spielman brand. Now, none of this has uh, THC in it. This is uh, THC-free, although I do want to hopefully get some with a minimal amount of THC in it that doesn't affect you. Or, and, and For example, uh, you would not fail a drug test mm-hmm. if you took it. It has that much, uh, that little amount of THC in it. But it's a natural product, and... Uh, I am excited about this. Well, there's an article coming out for those of you that are interested in uh, Business First today. And if you want to order it and try it for yourself, don't take my word for it. It's just like the gospel, really. Don't take my word for it. Right. <laughs> I mean, investigate it yourself. And I am telling you what has worked for me. And um, all you have to do, Bruce, this is easy, Just just type in or Google... SpielmanCBD.com. You'll read, redirect to uh, the website, which will you'll be able to order any products they have, even for pets. I'm putting my 17 or 18 year old dog on there. Uh, Spike, who's about down to about two pounds. Yeah, he's tiny. Yeah, no teeth. Uh, got an eye he had taken out. He's losing all his hair, so he has rat feet and rat ears. But he's no, nevertheless cute. He can't. <laughs> he can't hear. But I tell you, man, I give him fresh pet and CBD. That thing, it's like I'm adding another 20 years to this guy's life. That's amazing. So um, to me, oh, oh, and one other story that I want to share that's interesting. So one of my stepdaughters has some medical issues, and she takes some medication for these medical issues uh, that have caused aches and pains, Mm -hmm. muscle aches and Mm -hmm. pains. And this happened about two weeks ago, and I said, well, let's just – rub some of this on you and see if it helps you sleep because it was keeping her up at night and helped her it helped her fall asleep and took some of the pain away that she had. So, look, I I don't put my name on anything that I don't believe in. I mean, that's one thing you've known about me. Absolutely. So whatever it is, whether it's Mazda or whether it's Subaru or whatever the case may be, it's a product that I believe in. And I'm excited about this because it's natural, so it's – and I, I want to deal and have an active lifestyle, as I know you want to have an active lifestyle. And Definitely. I know you have injuries that have added up over the years. So in order to have that active lifestyle, no pills, I'm, I'm kind of on this no pill thing, no pills, no problem. So if anybody's interested, SpielmanCBD.com, check it out. Uh, it's it's I think it's affordable, but it, it works for me. I can't guarantee that it's going to work for you. Do it for yourself try it and hopefully you'll have the success that I've had. So I I can certainly identify with You're on your, the website. Look at it. Uh yeah, I We got I've, patches too. I forgot the patches like icy hot patches, but these are CBD patches. Um when you put it on, do you feel what you feel when you put on a yeah. a heated yeah. sports cream? I do. Yeah. yeah. You feel heat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's, an, it's probably a menthol so it irritates the skin which gets a blood flow, but the CBD I think um has has <laughs> An amazing effect on me, and I'm not only I'm not the only guy giving a testimony about this. I mean, I'm talking about every ex NFL player that I've talked to has gotten into this because they're like me. They don't want to take all that stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. They, they we've mm-hmm. taken it our whole lives, 
right? And it's amazing to me, uh, hopefully, and this is all legal and it's regulated and it's tested by independent uh, laboratories. You can have all the information on there of, of how legit it is. But again, I'm obviously, I'm not going to get involved with it if I don't know that it's, everything is up and up and on the legit. So it's something I'm excited about. I brought these for you. Okay, great. Because I wanted to check it out at for a my discounted knee. price. No, <laughs> I'll give you these. I want you to try it, um, and I'm I'm just excited about it. And I, I I just think, you know, we we give away opiates. Doctors do. Yeah, we yeah, do. No, we don't. No, I I yeah. I mean, we take opiates for pain. Why not try something that's natural that doesn't have the side effects? So yeah. anyway, well, let me just if you're say interested, that- check it out. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to try it on my knee and I'll give you an honest evaluation, you know, what it does for me. I was very it's troubled. It, okay. Can I, it, it doesn't heal me. I want you to be clear. Okay. It's a pain reliever okay. for me. Go I ahead. was very troubled later in my life as my parents had these pill boxes with pill after pill after pill I after pill. And I, I mean, I was thankful for the medical profession sure. and insight and stuff that helped them with this, that, and the other. But it became, as they got older and older and older, um, a a challenge to keep, did I take them today? Did I not take them today? And, you know, my mother struggled with some degree of dementia. And mm-hmm. so, you know, you say, well, why, come on, it's in the Tuesday box. If the Tuesday box is empty, they took them. You can't tell an older person that. They think, oh, I don't know what day it is. I don't know. So uh, anything that could possibly get us out of, you know, one pill is a good thing. And so I'm going to try it. It's all natural. Um, they have, I've looked at their website here since you brought it up. They have a frequently asked questions section. They have a ton of information there. Educate yourself. Yeah. And we're just like we do on everything faith-wise, sports-wise. We're just giving you our opinion, our analysis, and we want you to and our investigate experience. it for I'm yourself. Giving, you don't have it. I have the experience. Yeah. And I'm just telling you um, from my experience, I mean, falling asleep at night is an issue. It's an issue for me. It is I mean, for me. I, I take melatonin, so I'm going to try this yeah. instead. Exactly, right? So anyway, I, it, your call. You make the call. It's up to you. But uh, I encourage you to at least try it and investigate it and uh, see what happens. Easiest way to find it is SpielmanCBD.com, or you can go to CBDHealthCollection.com. We have the uh, links on our website. We'll put those on Facebook later today. Um Chad Ochocinco, yeah, Mr. Spielman, uh, tweeted a picture of a restaurant receipt to a place called Havana's in Davie, Florida. Okay. Uh, his bill was $37. Home of the Dolphins. Correct. His bill was $37.40. He left a $1,000 tip okay. with a note on the receipt. Congratulations on reopening. Sorry about the pandemic. Hope this helps. I love you. And, I love it. And a Bible verse, Proverbs eleven, twenty-five. Now you and I just talked the other day about, you know, Michael Jordan. And I'm by the way, I, I edited the video last night of the uh, Michael Jordan conversation that we had. It was a long conversation. I don't re- I didn't remember at the time how long that conversation was. You mean two weeks ago or a week and a half yeah, ago? Yeah, yeah, after last dance and where I was saying that I mm-hmm. wish Jordan would come to faith and, mm-hmm. you know, could do, you know, whatever. And uh, so I'm going to release that on Facebook in a four-part, you know, they're about six minutes each. Wow. So people can look at it. Um, And we talked about, you know, look, do your deeds quietly. There's a verse, you know, do 
So Chad Ochocinco, when he uh, released this picture on the receipt, wrote Proverbs eleven twenty five. Proverbs eleven twenty five reads: A generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's I take, believe that he's taken some degree of heat for why didn't you just do this quietly? Why didn't you? Look, I choose to believe the best about Chad Ochocinco that in this case he did it to. Formerly known as Chad Johnson. Yeah, to inspire others to do it. Right. If you have the means to do it. Uh, And it doesn't bother me that he released a picture uh, of it. Uh, God will determine if he did it for his own gratification, adulation, or if he did it pure of heart. It still puts $1,000 in the pocket of whoever we server was, so that's great. And I have absolutely zero problem with him. Now, if he keeps doing it, then I would perhaps look at it. I would look at it differently if he keeps doing it. But I think as a one-off, it's fine, and I applaud him for doing it. So if you recall our conversation, and maybe this was in, I think I addressed the issue that I struggle with on trying to inspire people. Mm-hmm. Or like when I sold the Big Ten championship rings, how it was important that we got some publicity out of that so that people could find out that I was selling well, sure, because you wanted to bring more. Yeah. If it brings more, you can give more. Give more, right. And you would hope that other people would say, you know what? I could do, hey, that's a great idea. And, and we had people say, how can I help? Yeah. How can I contribute? Right. And so for 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 me, when I deal with that, you should do that in private. Well, certain things you can't do in private. There are things that my wife and I uh, do in private now that nobody would ever know about. But there's certain things when you're trying to do certain fundraising and it's community fundraising, you have to publicize it. And I've struggled with that. But I also make the decision because I look at my intentions and I know my heart and I know God knows my heart. I set the intentions, Bruce. God doesn't set the intentions in my heart. I set the intentions. Mm -hmm. So that's how I make those decisions. And going back to Michael Jordan, how many times we don't know this to be true or false. But he's a big golfer, right? Yep. And I'm sure he's used many caddies in his yeah. day. And we don't know how many thousands of dollars he may no or may idea. not have given away to a caddy. No idea. Yeah. So so it's that's why, you know, that's one of God's things. Well, God, I'll take care of that because I know the intentions of that person's heart. But I, I love the verse that he said. He's absolutely right. That's a motivate. That's, that shouldn't be... A verse that turns somebody off. That should be a verse that motivates people to give. And it and it goes back to the whole argument about tithing and that God will return. Mm-hmm. And I got to be honest with you. There's times where I have, I'm just being completely honest, where, man, I don't want to write this check. I really don't. I don't want to write it. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to everybody out there. But I write it because I God tells me to write it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to write it. Am I doing the right thing? I question it. I lose sleep over it. I yeah. mean, we we made uh, my wife and I made a uh, commitment to a church. Our church was undergoing a renovation, and I didn't want to do it, but it, <laughs> but I have to do it. I have to do it. Like that's just a real argument that people of faith have with themselves. I'm sure. I don't know if you've experienced. Of course. That. Of course, we talk in the same sense. We talked about making speeches, or you know, every time I'm asked to speak in a church, now I would 
love to look forward to doing it more. Yeah. But there was a time where I was like, oh, man, you know, I just don't want to do this. And it's that right. uneasiness you get before a race or before a football game or whatever. But you know that, look, God's given me the gift to do it. He's given me the opportunity to do it. I can't say no to him. Teaching Sunday school, same thing. Sacrificial uh, A lot giving. of different things. You know, it stretches you. That's our Michael Hyatt quote the yeah. other day. That It's amazing what's found, like, just beyond your comfort zone. Yeah. So that's what you do. Now, look, I mean, uh, I don't want to misconstrue uh, for those who are listening and saying, you're not saying that tipping a caddy is the same as doing something for the kingdom of God. It can be. It can be, depending upon what your motivation is. But I don't know what Michael Jordan's motivation is. And as we finally came to after a long and I thought productive discussion, it's not for me to judge what he's doing and why he's doing it. God knows. I don't need to know. (laughs) <laughs> which is which is a struggle which is a struggle but I, I i want you to to go easy on yourself in a, in this sense it's a struggle for you because of how you're made you're in an by nature an investigative person by your previous career yeah you're an investigative person because you need information and you are required or required to provide that information to others. So that's not just something that you can turn on and off. I mean, you were built personality-wise. God built me that way. made me an inquisitive person. Yes. And so you want, I mean, you want to know, So, but there's a point in time where you have an an honest answer. Look, I want to know. I do. I'm not going to lie. Remember this conversation we had the other day? I'm not going to lie to God and what I want to know. Right. He knows what I want to know. Right. But it's the conscious decision to say, I am not going to know, and I got to let it go. Correct. Even though it goes against everything in my nature, I have to let it go. Uh, I have uh, some exciting news. Speaking of giving. More? Yeah. Wow, this has turned out to be a great day so far. So uh, we've talked a lot about small business, the challenges of small business, this, that, and the other. And we announced a few weeks ago Welcome to the show, a new sponsor. There you see their flag on the wall, auiinfo.com. So last night I got a call from Steve from auiinfo.com. Yeah. He says he's been listening to the podcast, appreciates what we're doing for them. And he said, you know, we have small businesses ramping up. And I said, yeah, what should I tell small businesses who are ramping up uh, that, you know, you guys can do for them? So we had this long conversation about um, the difficulties of small business. And you can find AUI online at auiinfo.com. They are a full-service health insurance broker servicing all businesses, all small businesses in the state of Ohio. So if you have a small business and you have five employees and you'd like to provide health insurance, you don't have the f- first knowledge of how to go about it or what to do or who, where to find it or how to reduce your costs or whatever, auiinfo.com helps with that. But more than that, the issues now for small businesses are HR issues. Human resources issues. Okay. Your small business, you don't have the opportunity, you don't have the money to hire your own HR expert. Okay. AUI Info has an HR attorney full time on staff. Her name's Julie. Man. So Julie can answer, and they're a small company. AUI, they they get it with you know small businesses because they are one. So let's say you're a small business owner now, and you have employees, and you want to bring them back to work, but they don't want to come back to work because they don't feel safe. Or they're making more on unemployment than they were making before. They're making the same. Um, you know, how do you comply with the state regulations on all this stuff? What do you do if, you know, an employee has an issue? 
what do you do on bringing back remote workers? Somebody's got a pre-existing condition. Can you separate from them, or how do you service them? How do you incorporate them? All these it questions. Sounds like they have it all covered. Yeah, all these HR issues, Julie can answer them for you. But here's the great part of it. So she's on staff full-time, and you'll have access to her if you let. And they look, they're health insurance people, but they provide extra because they want to help businesses. AUI is going to give away Julie's time to any small business that emails SpielmanHooleyPodcast at gmail.com. We're going to give away two one-hour Zoom calls with her. Wow. So if you're a small business owner and you have a ton of questions and you'd like to have access to an HR specialist, email us, SpielmanHooleyPodcast at gmail.com, SpielmanHooleyPodcast at gmail.com. Tell us about your small business, and we'll get you hooked up with Julie. We'll draw the names like we do on Friday for the uh, relief, $250 to each winner Friday. We'll put you in a hat, a separate hat, and we'll get you the help that you need from Julie. And I would say if you have an urgent situation, I know how good of people they are at AUI. Yeah. I'll probably put her on the phone with you right now. That's good. So, yeah. So, but we'd like to hear from you and what your challenges are because, again, this is kind of a ripple effect. We talked about Chris giving and Chad Johnson giving, Chad Ochocinco giving. It might inspire other people to give. If you're a small business owner and you email us your challenges, we'll talk about them on the air so that your customers or your potential customers can develop some degree of empathy for you, which may lead to more business for you, which may lead to the average boots-on-the-ground, blue-collar employee having a job that they might not otherwise want to have. Because we're about getting you guys back up on your feet. And I'm just, I have so much admiration for people who've started their own business, who've risked it all. And I don't want to see businesses fail. Oh, I hate it. It's why I push back against the governor putting what I think are oppressive standards on businesses. I, I know how important small business is to the future of America to the future of families. And so we just want to help you any way we can, and we're just happy to partner with AUI Info because they're about the same thing. So send us your stories as a small business owner, your challenges, and perhaps you'll win a one-hour Zoom session with Julie, the HR attorney from AUI Info. Or if it's a really urgent matter right now, we'll get you on the phone with her and we'll get you hooked up. Sounds great. Um, I got some baseball news, yeah. believe it or not. Yeah. But but I... I have an HR question I'd like to present to AUI. Okay. Uh, and having a big family is like a small business in a sense. Yeah. So it's time for everybody to... to bye-bye. Go, go. Yeah, yeah. Go back okay. to school, you uh, said. But, but they're See not, you later. But they're not, they're right? Not going. They're not they, going? They're, they're apparently, they're still like stuck. Well, I don't think the campuses are quite open yet. No. Okay. But we add in the element of... Boyfriends. Now, I'm only sharing this story with you. Yes. You have potential, and you have <laughs> potential. Okay, you Pinocchio. know that Pinocchio commercial? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I look in this room... <laughs> Sorry. I I can't help myself. That's a good commercial. You do, I, I, you do I, him well. I, I, I love that. But anyway, we had in four boyfriends. I love each and every one of their boyfriends. I think they are awesome. They're kind they treat the girls well. Mm -hmm. They don't sit out in the driveway and beep the horn for them to come. I'm so glad you said that because last night we were watching a Hallmark movie and a guy drove up to pick up the girl and he What's, beeped the horn. And I Hallmark. told the girls, I said, don't you ever bring a boy around here who beeps the horn for you in the driveway. Why, Dad? Well, maybe he's in the I'm like, no. Oh, the No text horn beeping. Yeah. Well, maybe he'll text me. I'm like, no. He comes in and he says hello. 
So, well, yeah, and I think you give the guy the one opportunity, then you go out or you tell your daughter that, hey, he needs to come up to the mm-hmm. door just so the kid understands. You don't know what his upbringing is or what. Just so the kid understands what the rules are. But I love all of them. They're great kids. Okay, so, but they're, they're, they're around. They're everywhere. They keep coming. They don't stop. And I don't know if you have this, Bruce, but... Not yet, I don't. No, okay, no, but listen to me. There might be something that you got at the grocery store that oh, yeah. you're going to save for a special night. Special night. Or just a treat for yourself. Just might be something. Okay. For me, it was these chocolate clusters with peanuts that carry bought. Mm, the turtles, yeah. Yeah, yeah, is that, yeah turtles. The turtles, yeah. Oh, I was so excited. So excited, Bruce. Do 25 miles on so the Peloton about, yeah, so you can have, I'm gonna have a little I'm bit gonna of I'm going to have a little bit of, yeah. So Carrie went to the grocery store yesterday, had them in the drawer. And when I went there, 9.30 last night, to get some turtles, gone. Gone. All of them. Gone. Wow. And it's my own fault. It's my own fault. Yeah. Because my money bought the turtles. Yes. Those turtles reside in my house. They do. They don't reside in not, anybody else's house. Not your stomach. Though. It's not. It's not my kid's <laughs> house. It's my house. Their name's not on the mortgage. I pay for the house. Yeah. And when I go to the drawer, all the turtles are extinct. Mm. It's like sea turtles. They're gone. It, it's like Dora or Dory or whatever yeah. the fish Disney movie. So Little Mermaid. No, oh, no. The one Dory the Sea Turtle with Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, okay. You know which one I'm talking about. I don't. About? Okay. No. Somebody will know what I'm talking about. So the point and the moral of the story is <laughs> nothing belongs to you. You think right. it does. You you think it does. But you have three beautiful daughters. Yeah. And they're going to be they're leeches slash boyfriends. Will be coming to the house. They will eat your steak. They will eat your ice cream. They will drink your freshly squeezed orange juice that you paid eleven dollars for because you just want to have a treat. Mm-hmm. And they'll eat your turtles. Have you identified the perpetrator? No, no. no. I want they. They're more than welcome to come over. Just they're more than welcome don't to come, come over. Hungry. All I do. <laughs> Is give, 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 yes, give. That's, that's right. all I do. That's right. Give, give, give. I'm sure there's a verse that applies to this, but I y- yes. can't think of it at the moment. Yes. It, do it, not hold tightly something about <laughs> like that. <laughs> I, I, I love them all. I love how they treat all my girls. Good. I love they're very respectful. They just eat all my food. And anytime I want something, it's gone. It's gone. It's it's, it's just amazing what Which they eat. Probably would be a good time to mention that also on your list, along with turtles, is very often your Hemisphere Coffee Roasters K-Cups, yeah, which well, have vanished before your very eyes because Hemisphere Coffee is delicious, and you can order it and get a 15% discount. It is the official coffee of the Spielman and Hooley podcast, and everyone who tries it loves it. That's not an understatement. Not one email from somebody goes, yeah, I tried Hemisphere. It's it's okay. No, they all rave about it. They've signed up for repeat orders. And Hemisphere does great things throughout the world. They buy their coffee direct from growers in Nicaragua, in 
Thailand and in Indonesia, and they're very discerning in what they buy. They don't just buy it to help growers, although that's their main mission. It's got to be great coffee. Paul is a coffee connoisseur, and Paul, Grace, and Andy are doing great work with Hemisphere. Their uh, direct-to-grower relationship allows the growers to make more money. They don't have to give as many people a cut of it. Light, medium, dark roast. They roast to order. Check them out online, HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Get 15% off when you use the promo code WETACKLELIFE in all caps or donate that back to COVID-19 Relief. Just tell them in the comment section you're a Spielman Hooley listener. They'll make a 20% donation to COVID-19 Relief. HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Okay, do you want to hear my baseball of information? Of course. I, so I, I can't imagine I a I'm, less likely source on baseball than you, but I'm all ears. So I talked to a friend last night who... Um, is an independent contractor with Fox, but he also so he does a lot of other sports. So sure. he's an independent contractor, and I'm not comfortable saying his role. Just That's fine. not appropriate. But he's been in on some meetings, and one way how baseball is going to set up is like you'll have, say, the uh, Diamondbacks since that's your team mm-hmm. playing the Rockies. Mm-hmm. So what they're going to do is that say the Rockies will come to Arizona and they'll play five or six games in Arizona. Wow. That's then they'll amazing. go to Colorado and play five okay. or six games. So they're going to have these, from my understanding, these five or six game Extended homes. series. Yeah, extended series. I think that's how baseball is going to do it. And I think they're going to try to keep it within limited amount of teams. For example, if the, if the D-backs are playing – NL West, then they'll mm-hmm. do a series with the AL West or mm-hmm. whatever to limit mm-hmm. as much travel as you can, which I think is, you know, you have to make adjustments, right? It's not mm-hmm. ideal, but mm-hmm. it, it, at least it's baseball. The broadcast, which is going to be very important because the NASCAR numbers with the live broadcast was through the roof, right? We know that yeah. people are going to be watching yes. a lot of TV and sports, and they're starving for sports. They I are. think the numbers bear that out. The broadcast, so... The broadcasters say they're playing in Arizona, which I've been to a game there, yep. best baseball game there. In Arizona, the broadcasters will be doing the broadcast from their booth. But in order to have a, a, a least amount of delay, the Rockies broadcast team will be doing it from their stadium, okay. from their home booth. Nobody will be in the stadium, but, but they'll be doing the broadcast there because I guess it just comes across better. But that's one way to to see how it uh, will sync up and hook up and all that stuff. Interesting. So, I think it's dumb the Rocky broadcasters can't come to Arizona. I I'm not going to disagree with you, yeah. but I think they're trying to limit the amount of people that are involved with the broadcast. For example, I also heard a rumor for my position. Okay. Which you know, NFL one, analyst. Yeah, okay. Yeah. One of the things that they're concerned about is that. I mean, you've heard me talk about there's 30 or 40, 50 people that are involved with a broadcast of, yes. a, of a game. It's a lot of money, you think about. It. And they travel each person. Sure. They might hire some camera guys local, but they travel mm-hmm. a ton of people, right? Mm-hmm. So we know that, I think we talked about this, that Friday meetings are going to be off. Correct. The NFL teams aren't going to let people on the street into no. their facilities. No. Just not going to happen. Can't you do, you don't want to do the Zoom meeting. I don't think coaches will want to do the Zoom meeting. Okay. I think they'll they'll be here's a call, which I get nothing out of calls. It's okay. just it's just I just don't need to do it because I'll just watch your press conference throughout the week and get all the information I need and watch the film throughout the week. So 
what they're concerned about is like if you put everybody in a studio and do it well studios kind of they concern that a studio or tv truck is a petri dish of i can understand that yeah you know because there's nowhere for whatever to escape so you don't want to put a bunch of people in the studio but there are people that can work independently by building the graphics and stuff from, mm -hmm. say, their normal workspace mm -hmm. in California. Sure. And you'll have the TV truck still there, but you'll only have the, the necessary personnel there, like the first and ten line or the bug. All that can be run from California. Okay. You know what I'm talking? All the little graphics. Hope that we you have good broadband. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're you know their life, their livelihood depends on they them. Can set getting, up their own server. Yeah. The satellites and all that yeah. stuff. You only have the producer and the director in the truck, and then you'll have a limited uh, people in the booth, obviously. So that's good news for me because I need to be at – I can do it from a studio, but there's delays and there's things, and there, then there's limits on replays and the shots that you can show. It would just diminish the broadcast. So yeah. I think it's important uh, for us to be at the game. Now, I do anticipate – I would probably – I still think I'm going to get regional broadcasts this year, meaning Detroit, mm -hmm. Chicago. I mean, what's Carolina? Charlotte's, what, six-and-a-half-hour drive? From probably, here? Yeah. yeah. So all those things are probably going going to happen. So we'll see how it, it plays out. But I thought that was interesting how uh, baseball is going to do it. Uh, maybe you'll get uh, the Browns' August 30th exhibition game against the no, Minnesota I, Vikings. Exhibition is not – Maybe it'll be a national game. No, I don't do uh, that. Maybe I you will if I, get, if I get promoted – because Charles Davis, Charles Davis left. Yes, and they haven't made a promotion. But your Brownies preseason schedule, August fifteenth at the Bears. So uh, Mitchell Trubisky, that'll be a big uh, Nick Foles and Mitchell Trubisky. Mitchell Trubisky battle. and Nick Foles will be having a QB battle, and that'll be big for the mentor uh, kid, the mentor Cardinal, going against the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Green Bay Packers on the road on eight twenty two, so they'll have to deal with Aaron Rodgers for uh, second exhibition game. And so what? Two quarter, plays? Quarter? No. Not even a quarter no. in a second? No, he might not even get out there. No, I wouldn't put him out there. Uh, then oh. August 30th against Rick Spielman's Minnesota Vikings, the well-drafted, highly talented Minnesota yeah, Vikings we'll and the dress rehearsal game. Yeah. Does uh, Rick uh, put Cousins out there in uh, it's not Mike his, Zimmer? It's I not know his Mike choice. Zimmer, but, I mean, do the Vikings have a... Do the Vikings have a organizational position on? I think they let him play a little bit. Not up there. playing starters or no. Playing I starters. think Zimmer's old play. school. I think he'd let. I him think play. they're. I think exhibition season. Now that you mention it, and I think about it a little bit, might have a little bit more meaning this year because of the lack of OTAs. Mm -hmm. You know, but again, I, I, I just, I love what Tom Brady's doing, man. He's Speaking of <laughs> September the third, you go. Tom Brady and the New England Patriots at the Browns in a game where you most Tampa assuredly Bay Buccaneers. You mean? Did I say Tampa Bay? You said New England Patriots. Oh, he's, he's changed. I'm sorry, teams. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady and see that was just in my head when you say Tom Brady, Bruce. All the brain connectors said you have to say New England Patriots. I'll have to get that out along with San Diego and Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. At the Cleveland Browns, it's an orange fest on right. September 3rd, and you most assuredly will not, Look forward to that. will not see Tom Brady that night. There's no way he'll be out there in the no. fourth exhibition game. No. No chance. So don't sue if you buy a ticket. It always cracks me up, these people who buy NBA tickets, and they sue or they want to sue because LeBron doesn't play. Yeah. Sorry. You got the right to go, but you don't have the right to order the lineup. <laughs> 
But if you do have legal issues and you need a law firm, the law firm you need is Willis Spangler Starling. Stan Willis, his lovely wife, and their other partners do a phenomenal job. They're on Truman Boulevard in Hilliard, and they can handle any situation. And that, to me, is something that we talk a lot to guys on this podcast who are business owners, guys who are successful, guys who have, you know, checked all the boxes. They've got the career job. They've got the family and all this kind of stuff. The box left unchecked is if and when something comes up from a legal perspective, do you have a law firm of high integrity and character with varied expertise that can handle whatever you need? Well, you do now if you go with willisattorneys.com. Willis Spangler Starling, workers' comp, social security disability, wills and estate planning, personal injury, employment law, you get a dog bite, you get a property issue with somebody who lives next to you, anything, everything, they can handle it, and you'll know that they're doing it in the right way. Willis Spangler Starling, online, willisattorneys.com. We must congratulate Martin Jarmond, Boston College Athletic Director, who hired Jeff Halfley, Mm -hmm. is now the Athletic Director at UCLA. He signs a six-year contract. Nice. An average of $1.4 million per year. He's getting ahead of the cost cutbacks <laughs> due to the pandemic. Good on you, Martin. Yeah. And uh, I bring this up because Martin Jarman was Gene Smith's top guy at Ohio State for a few years. And Martin Jarman hired Jeff Halfley, who, of course, did a great job last year at Ohio State. And I ask you this not to comment on Martin Jarman, but to ask you, I've thought for a while, boy, what a rotten year to be taking over a program as a college football coach with you can't get any contact with your players except mm-hmm. on Zoom. And now Mel Jeff Tucker. Ha- Yeah. And now Jeff Halfley is going to be working for a different guy than the guy who hired him. Yeah, I, I don't think I, I think it's a little bit different than and some people see it as a GM head coach. Mm-hmm. I don't see it that way to be honest with you, because I think there's so many other layers that determine whether there's a coaching change to be made in college. I, I just don't look at it like like a lot of people. I don't know. I think Jarman pulled the trigger on Adazio. I think Jarman like, thought we could, he thinks we can do better and we're going to go, and they gave him the reign to go, and he, he pretty much ran a one-man search yeah. on Halfley. Look, I've... I think on this situation, I don't. You've never really. You've worked for teams. You've played for teams, and you work for Fox. Uh, have you ever been in a situation? Because I have that I found it highly advantageous to be working for the guy who hired me, not for the guy who replaced the guy yeah. who hired me. I, I think so, and especially if you work in a subjective business yes. like broadcasting. Yes. But it's a little bit different in football because football is not subjective. It's subjective. You win, you're good. <laughs> And so it, I, that's why I don't think it really, it really matters, especially for a guy like Jeff Halfley, right? There's and what's the standard at Boston College? Finish second to Clemson. Yeah, I mean, you finish know, second to Clemson three make, out of every four make, years. Make a run every fine. four or five years, you're good. Yeah, you know, get in a New Year's Day bowl game now and then. Yeah. Start seven and zero, eight and zero now and then until you play Clemson and get your doors blown off. And uh, maybe you beat Clemson at home. We had Jalen Gill from Ohio State transfer to Boston College too. Mm-hmm. So Jeff is <laughs> smart move poaching the guys that can't he play here. Get, he managed to get one transfer away from Greg Schiano. Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> Greg Schiano is cleaning up on the transfer market. Holy cow! Got the kid from Nebraska. You got Brendan White. He's taking everybody. Well. 
you know. But I don't know. Are we going to have football at Rutgers? The New Jersey governor is one of these. Uh, <laughs> I, I say this. You know, I don't cautious governor. I, I, yeah, I, I don't know what they're. That's a question I have for Gene Smith today. That is a question I have for Gene. Can the Big Ten, would the Big Ten go forward, which if the answer to this is no, then shame on the Big Ten. Yes. Would the Big Ten go forward if Rutgers says, no, we're not playing? Yeah, Rutgers doesn't determine that. Um, And By the way, if they don't play, just give everybody a win because it's not going to change much. How would you know the difference? Yeah. (laughs) By the way, if Rutgers doesn't play, this would be a perfect time to kick their butts out of the conference. (laughs) Please kick their butts out of the conference and bring me Syracuse, bring me West Virginia, bring me Cincinnati, bring me virtually anybody yeah. who would be better than Rutgers. I think West Virginia would be a fabulous fit in the Big Ten. For yeah, because they're, they're decent, but they're not going to beat you. Uh, of course, nobody's going to beat Ohio State. But I'd rather have West Virginia than Syracuse. Would you rather have Pitt or West Virginia? I'd rather have West Virginia. I Would think you really? I think Pitt's obviously a bigger market, but it's the same market. I mean, same the Pittsburgh market, State, yeah. Morgantown is what, an hour from, uh, hour and a half from uh, Pittsburgh, yeah. yeah. Would you rather have Missouri or would you rather have West Virginia? West Virginia. Would you really? Yeah, I'm not I don't interested. I about Missouri in fits with Illinois and Iowa uh, and Nebraska. Yeah. I like that. I'm, you can have Missouri. All right. Would you rather have. <laughs> did you catch that? I did. Okay. Would you, you rather have. <laughs> I see what you did. Would you rather have West Virginia, because I want to find out how much you love West Virginia, or Texas? The Big Ten? Yeah. I mean, obviously, Texas is... But Texas brings a whole... Then you become like more of a national... That's what I'm saying is West Virginia fits. Right. Texas... uh, West Virginia... But boy, the money. West Virginia, Penn State, all that. That, Oh, yeah. I think it'd be great. Rutgers, we're not playing. See you later. <laughs> okay, have fun in the AAC. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> why don't you go D one double A Rutgers? Wow, I can't imagine that. Well, maybe well, I, I can. Could, I could. You read their You're governor? Right. Holy cow! He's like, don't open up until we're got a virus or until we have a vaccine guy. He wants to shut her down for a year. You know who? Uh, you know his name, by the way. I don't. Governor Murphy. Okay. Good for him. I'm all locked in on the governors. Good for you. I try not. You ask me every day, did you watch the press conference? I'm like, no, it just makes me mad. So I'm trying. Then I text you things. Then you text me stuff that makes me madder. (laughs) Trying to bait me. Appreciate it. Um, I I am iron sharpens iron, my friend. Yes. Like one man sharpens another. Proverbs 27 17. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, let's. That's a good time to yes, transition into the fade portion of the podcast. Wow, you are really the master of the podcast tees. Yes, Excellent. I what do you have for us today in the faith realm, sir? Well, this is good for both of us, and I need a reminder of this because of our uh, tendency to want to get even. Mm-hmm. I have that. You have that. I, I battle that. Yeah. I've gotten better. Proud to say. Uh, but sometimes I go into revenge mode. So First Thessalonians, Thessalonians 5.15. See that no one returns evil for evil to anyone, but always follow after that which is good for one another and for all. And that is a challenge. No kidding. Especially whether it's on Twitter or 
if you're somewhat of a public figure mm-hmm. like you may be or I may be, there's times where you do come after people come after you for no particular reason. They just do. You don't know why. You don't know what inspires them. You don't know their motivation or what their intentions are. But they're going to attack you. And it's what we've talked about. Everything is based off our response. Mm -hmm. And what is our response going to be? Is our response going to be like a football player? And like I was as a player, you do something evil to me, I'm coming back twice as hard. Twice as hard, yeah. Just... That's just the response. It's like the bully. If you don't take care of the bully, the bully will take care of you. Well, as we get older and we learn how to handle things, our response is better and we should not and do our very best not to repay evil for evil. So that was a good reminder for me this morning. And I needed that because as frustration mounts with some of the things that we hear or read or see, especially, you know, the way politics are in our world, whatever side you're on, the frustration mounts on both sides. How are we going to respond to the frustration? So there you go. Don't pay evil for evil. I'll stick right in the same uh, book of the Bible, Proverbs 18, 21. I felt conviction that some of my tweets were getting way close to the line (laughs) and that I'm sowing seeds of discord and being divisive. And that verse is the tongue has the power of life and death. For me, I would say the tongue is my fingers on my keyboard are an extension of my tongue. Yeah. The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. I love my cleverness responding sometimes too much. And so I gotta really police that. Um Yeah, I, I boy, but you you have some very valid points. Well, so I I, and I don't it, say that just, I'm doing it wrong all the time, but sometimes I get too close to the line. Because yeah, because it's well, it's there's a personal thing for because your father is a World War II veteran and what he yeah. fought for, you do take it personal. Which and that you know that's just yeah you but you have a recognition now where in the past nobody could have told you anything. Flamethrower in the past, <laughs> flamethrower. That burn it down. That is burn not, it all yeah, down. That's not that's not what I want to be anymore. So and I appreciate your. Uh, your direction in that. Well, you know that I like to test you, too. Yeah. No, it's, hey, like you say, (laughs) iron sharpens iron, man, and I need it. I need it. Like that little stat I texted. I don't want to talk about that. No, I know. That little statistic I texted you last night. Yeah. I just wanted to see what was What would come back? And I said, what was my response? I forget. You didn't have one. No, I did have a response. It was... um, I'll see what it is. Yeah, it was uh, stop making sense. I think I said. Oh yeah, stop making sense. So that's uh, that's where we were with that. Well, uh, we want to thank you guys for joining us today on a Wednesday edition of the Spielman and Hooley We Tackle Life podcast. Uh, Chris's check line it out of CBD products. It's what is the Spielman site again? Yeah, Spielman SpielmanCBD.com. SpielmanCBD.com. Check uh, it out. And so Works I'm going to do some me. research on it. I'm going to talk to uh, Rick and talk to. Uh, them so I can relate better to uh, how they're doing what they're doing. Um, we appreciate all of our sponsors. We appreciate you patronizing our sponsors. Again, small businesses, email us your HR needs, your questions. We'll hook you up with Julie, the HR attorney at auiinfo.com. We'll hook you up if you we draw your name. But if you have an immediate need, I'm sure Julie will take some time to talk with you. 
Uh, thanks to Willis Spangler Starling. Thanks to HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Thanks to you for joining us. We'll talk to you again Friday here on the We Tackle Life podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Spielman and Hooley. Follow us on Twitter at We Tackle. And follow us on our YouTube channel as well. Everybody have a great week. We'll talk to you again on Friday.